At One Rental at a Time, we are so lucky to have the one and only Lance Lambert from Fortune News Lambert on Twitter, who is housing, housing, housing uh, each week. How you doing, man? Doing good. Always a lot going on with housing, mortgages, <laughs> commercial real estate, bears, bulls. Uh, it, it it never stops. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you've seen this. This may be brand new information to you, but it appears that President Biden has allocated up to $100 billion. It's already in the budget. It has not been voted on yet, so this could obviously go nowhere. But I did some math. So apparently we have $100 billion in the budget. Uh, we are going to allocate that tw up to $25,000 at a time for first generational home buyers. So you and your parents or guardians never didn't own a home would qualify for this. So the first thing I did, Lance, is I took $100 billion, I divided it by $25,000, and I realized that if this gets approved as is, we will be unlocking 4 million home buyers in a market that has almost new homes. What the heck are we thinking about doing? Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you look across all the world, of the developed countries, the rich Western countries, and then also like Australia, there's a, a reoccurring theme, which is that in these, in the cities in America that have the most opportunity, Sydney, Australia, London, New York, San Francisco, Seattle, San Jose, San Diego, they've not been building enough homes for a long time. And it's, and those problems then have moved throughout those countries and that has spread and it has uh, really pressurized affordability over time. And then now a lot of those other cities that didn't used to have as many building issues, they've also fallen behind. And the great financial crisis, which was that huge hit to demand that crashed existing home prices, that then the builders could not build uh, at a price uh, that, that would sell because existing right. prices were so low. So we fell even further behind. Yeah. So this is a long-winded way of saying the issue is supply. The issue Thank is you. supply. It's been supply. It, it's going to be supply. In 10 years, it'll be supply. That's what it is. And the more that we do to, um, you know, empower demand um, and subsidize demand, you're going the wrong way. Um, I, that, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, just think about it. existing home sales were reported today. I think they were, uh, annual rate of 4.16 million. Again, so think about that. We unlock 4 million potential new buyers where there's almost no supply. What does supply and demand tell us happens? It's not price goes down. Yeah, I, do, I don't see. And and then what that does is that just pressurizes affordability even more. It just cooks it more. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, subsidize this. I mean, if you had to pick a period to subsidize demand, this is one of those ones that just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. And so, it you know, there is an affordability uh, pinch going on right now. We've moved out of that 10-year period where affordability on a historical basis was kind of normal or on the lower end, and that was following GFC, right. uh, housing bust. But now we're in the upper bounds. Um, and so subsidizing demand, I mean, 
I, and just, you know, I, I can sense. see why people think intuitively, oh, let's help out these people who can't get into home ownership because it's so unaffordable right now, but they're going at it the wrong way. Um, and, and the answers to affordability, they're not sexy. They're not easy. It's not something that can be done quickly. Uh, you know, it's removing barriers uh, for construction, um, you know, all, all of those things. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I look at housing, not quite as much as you, but probably more than the average probably Joe. And, yeah, I could not imagine. Because again, th this is really interesting. So again, this, this 100 billion is not done. I'm not saying it's done, but it feels like it's coming. We just had the California dream. In California, Governor Newsom, I think he allocated like, I forget, was it a hundred million or something? Yeah. Where basically California became your partner in your home. Where hey, well, California will put twenty percent down. Well, you, they'll do the down payment. You know, blah blah blah. The money got spent in eight days. Yeah. If we unlock a hundred billion dollars, and again, I'm just envisioning the like Midwest. Yeah just all this demand where there's no supply because 25,000 oh, yeah. bucks is a conventional loan, right? That's 5% hey, down. Wanted, if you wanted to do this, why not have done it 15 years, 13 years ago when demand was crushed way before, way too far. Like that's when you do something like that. Um, not when you're at the, the opposite. End. And, and then the other thing is if you look around the world, there are countries, uh, developed countries that have far more subsidies for buyers than we do. And sure. their affordability is worse even. There's been no improvement. Um, it, it's you need an abundance of supply is the only way to structurally give us a chance to work down. And that is a chance to work down on like a real inflated base basis on a long period of time. Um, yeah. We need supply. The the I couldn't. I honestly could not imagine a worse thing to do today than to unlock a million, two, three, four million new buyers. Because again, I we have evidence. You can go look at what happened with the California Dream. The California Dream was perceived as free money. It unlocked crazy amount of activity in like two weekends. It disappointed a lot of people because the money got spent so fast. So what does our governor do? He goes back and gets another two hundred million. He's going to try it again. You're just bringing demand. We don't. It's not demand, folks. We have seven percent interest rates, and demand's not the problem. And, and you know, this year, if if things continue where they are now, we're not just going to rise on home prices on a nominal basis. We're going to rise on a real basis. Like if we're over three percent for home price growth this year, we rose on a real basis. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. At six and 7%. Again, yeah. if this gets done and announced, I don't know, late this year, early next year, like if this gets announced before next spring selling season, watch out. You yeah. know, prices could, again, my call, not yours. If this gets announced with a hundred billion and 4 million buyers can, can take part, we'll see prices up double digits. Supply and demand's undefeated. Take a look at this. Uh, if you know, it sounds like a lot of money. I need to figure out what's going on. But yeah, it doesn't take a lot with supply so tight to really push down on it. Um, and you know, it you know, well the the reason that we have the reason you get overheated price growth is just demand overwhelms supply. Exactly. That's what happened with the pandemic. 
supply had no, so the pandemic happens, we had 2.2 million more household formations than we're going, than we're expected, 2.2 million more. And the Federal Reserve's researchers say that given the increase in demand during the pandemic, boom, supply would have needed to increase 300% to match it. Wow. Supply could not do anything. Supply cannot move in the short term like that. Um, and that that creates just the overheating. Once demand overwhelms supply, like there's just so much on top of it, like a bunch of bricks. That's yeah. when you eat. Right now, yeah. we're, you know, we're kind of moving up. We've kind of demands come way down, supplies come way down, and then demand, there was a little more acceptance on that side. And now you kind of have that price growth. But yeah. Any more pushing on demand doesn't make sense right now. Not with the supply demand dynamics. No, no. And again, you're going to take all of that. I mean, all of this would focus on the scarcest part of the market. We like to, again, existing home sales today said 1.08 million active listings. That's for everything. If you yep. go in and look at what's affordable, it's probably 30, 33% of that. So you take, 400,000 available homes, you add 4 million in willing and able buyers. And again, the, the stat that I go back to is what happened in King County, which is Seattle. And I think it was May of last year. It was the most unhealthy stat. It might've been May, maybe in June. The average purchase price, Lance, yeah, 112% of list. That's not supposed to happen. That's yeah. what happens with no inventory. Well, that's why we had to get the rates mortgage. We had to. So we were in a, I mean, could you, you know, that's the thing that, you know, people were acting like, oh, these rates haven't slowed inflation or anything. It's like, you got to play the counterfactual side. Anybody who is close to real estate and housing knows the prices would be a lot higher right now if rates didn't go up. Oh my goodness. I mean, the fact we're barely flat, a little up to flat, a little down to flat, depending on where you're looking at. And that's with mortgage rates going three, four, five, six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. If we had stayed under four for, no, I mean, you're talking about, we would have beaten the 2021 record. Of oh, easy. Because we were actually up nine and a half percent nationally for the first six months of last year. Yeah. And that's, before, yeah. yeah. And so, and that's including mortgage rates kind of already moving up in that first half. Yeah. You would have had a 20% gain last year. And then this spring would have been crazy too. Now, I, I do think, so this, you know, and I don't follow the political world as closely as housing, but Biden's announced it in his budget, but Republicans control the House. So it's dead on correct. right, correct? Uh, I don't know. I think generally speaking, there's very few things politicians agree on. One of them ones is home ownership is a good thing. So yeah. I could see this getting approved. It will be shaped and tweaked. In I don't certain know. ways, I think I don't I don't see him Republicans swinging on that. All you need is four or five. Well, you, but then you have to get the the majority. Uh, like Kevin McConnell, he'd have to agree to put it up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I, you know what? I'll I'll I'll. You know, I like friendly wages. We'll bet one dollar. I think this gets announced or approved by April first of next year. Okay, well, and you'll well, take the other side. Well, with that, yeah, there yeah. you go. For, for the good of the, uh, for the good of the housing market, I'm going to have to go on. Go well, on with no, I, I agree. For the good of the housing market, yeah. I don't want to see it come. Even if I'm naive with the take, I got it. <laughs> it 
Yeah. I don't no, the housing market needs time. That's yeah. the only thing that fixes this is and I'm talking years to work through this. Uh we do not need four million willing and able buyers coming in today with with no supply. Well the Lance, silver line, so, go ahead. Okay. We ready to jump? No, go for it. Well, I was just gonna say the silver line in here is the builders have made it through the mortgage rate shock and single family home building is on the upswing again. So that's the silver lining. And we will talk about that in video number two. Lance, if somebody wanted to read your articles in Fortune, which they must, or follow you on Twitter, which I believe is a must, how are we doing that? Yeah, uh, they could find me at News Lambert on Twitter, or uh, you could Google Lance Lambert Fortune and you can find my articles. There you go.